Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. Good evening, Ilta, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's forthright community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, west across the Salish Sea, where frequency 
combats our friends over at UVic CFUV and then east into the Fraser Valley. You can also find us on Telus Optic 7023, where they tout that our signal takes us also in between Squamish and Bellingham, between Point Grey and Langley. In all these places, wherever else the internet takes you, we're on the web, www.citr.ca. My name's Gak, and I will be supplying you with all the sounds for the next two hours, so... Be careful not to look into the sky and breathe in too much smoke, despite the dusty rose of the air and the burnt orange of the sun. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. That spells out U-B-C-C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since we are making up many facts live right now. Which is going to give you an indication that, oh, he's just come back from vacation it's going to be one of those kind of shows. Yes, it is. You're right. You can email RadioFreeGak at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name. On Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram. I am myopic, man. So we start off with music from New York City's 79.5. From their forthcoming debut album, due out in September. Or some point in autumn of 2018. The album's going to be called Predictions, out to the Burg Crown label. And the song was, Boy, Don't Be Afraid. Something I have to be mindful of sometimes. Very finished nightmares. Sometimes <laughs> introversion does kick in. Or more of the case, I don't know what's going on, so I will shut up. But yeah, 79.5 has been uh, kicking around New York for the past two years. Three lead vocalists. And uh, they put out their first single in 2016, Terrorize My Heart of which, at least on the single, provided to me. Uh, there's a disco dub version, which sounds quite nice. And I definitely need to share that with you at some point. And uh, they've been doing some shows throughout New York. And Predictions was produced by one of the guys who worked with Lee Fields and Lana Del Rey. His name's Leon Michels. And in the background here is the Japanese composer Midori Takata. And off of the 1983 album Through the Looking Glass which was re-released in 2017. This is Crossing. Takata has been doing impeccable work with percussion, and along with Japanese influences, there's a definite African and East Asian vibe to her music. Definitely in the Steve Reich school of minimalism. And uh, she had not put out music for about 20 years or so. But uh, as I discovered last month, she put out a single track EP collaboration with a Senegalese artist uh, La Fonda. The EP is called Le Renard Bleu or Blue Fox. Vinyl issue should be coming out later this month. Hopefully I can track that down for you. So, hopefully you had a fine weekend. And I know the smoke has been getting into some lungs or eyes, causing some distress, but hopefully you've been able to cope with it. The breeze has helped. In my case, I decided to apparently go deeper into the fires. Uh, I spent the past week in a Soyuz. So in the Okanagan there. Passed by the Snowy Mountain Fire. It's kind of crazy to see a forest fire in full effect. Of course, it's even crazier to see one. Another one starts, which kind of looks like a flash of lightning, and then a whole bunch of trees just ignite into a fireball. But yeah, always good to see the province. Different ways. 
in my case, some quality lake time. I just need to submerge myself in warm water. So this week, we're going to sort of follow up with uh, last week's profile on the music from the South Korean film The Handmaiden. Kind of naturally ties into uh, a bit of a novel that has uh, revived itself for the past little while, partly based on how these climates are. So The Handmaid's Tale, Margaret Atwood's 1985 novel, has struck a chord ever since it came out, almost for sure, foreshadowing current events tied to women's rights, which are under political threat somehow, because regression is a sad human trait. And uh, it's been adapted a few times. Uh, I wasn't able to find sources of the opera that came out several years ago, but we're going to work off of the 1990 film, which was scored by the Japanese composer Yoshi Sakamoto. And then... Uh, what we're probably more familiar with right now, which is the TV adaptation, which debuted on Hulu. And that's scored by Adam Taylor. And that wrapped up its second season recently, but at this point right now, only the first season soundtrack exists. So we'll talk a little bit about some of the themes and influences that what novels had, what it was based on, along with uh, the influence it currently has on culture. Otherwise, we're going to start off with new music from Santa Gold formerly known as Santo Gold, until the uh, jeweler slash wrestleman decided to apply the trademark associated with his Lucha Libre work. So it's Santi Gold. It's alias of producer Santi White. She has been a singer-songwriter for quite a many a year, but uh, she's been putting out her own music for over a decade now. And her fourth album just came out a few weeks ago called I Don't Want the Goldfire Sessions. So definitely dancehall-inspired, and the entire album for I Don't Want was based on the idea of a quick dancehall vibe. To the point, it was recorded in two weeks, and some work was done to the point while she was pregnant, almost carried to full term by the time it was done. So, excellent stuff. Hopefully summer-appropriate as well, too. So from I Don't Want, the Goldfire Sessions, this will be Santa Gold. The second title track, as it were. This is going to be Goldfire. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies live from the realms of Studio A of that golden little station that you know and love at CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Thank you. 
So you're a member of CITR and Discorder, but are you a true friend? Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts in Hastings Sunrise at Beat Street Records, Bomber Brewing, Community Vintage and Thrift, Community Thrift and Vintage, Pandora's Box Rehearsal Studios, Red Cat Records, and Selectors Records. Montreal. That was Tops. Off their most recent album, 2017's Sugar at the Gate. That was Topless. The quartet specializes in what they call mutated AM radio soul. And for Sugar at the Gate, they moved down to LA to sort of soak up a little bit more of that Laurel Canyon vibe. And it's been a fascinating album to listen to for the past year. Especially as the weather gets a little bit more summery. Although at this point right now, uh, I hate to say it, but there's only three weeks really of summer left, isn't there? 
and hopefully you've been able to maximize what you've been able to do this summer as opposed to some of us like me that's in catch-up mode so i think about past summers where it felt like it was maximum summer to the point autumn came along and i just collapsed but say la vie behind me this is ross from friends alias of british producer felix clary weatherall and off an album that came out a couple weeks ago called family portrait this is thank god i'm a lizard At some point, I need to do a Godzilla theme, and stuff like that would fit in with some premises, as it were. Uh, let's stick with Montreal for this next act. It's the husband-wife duo of S.A. Pa. Both who have their hands in a lot of the Montreal experimental music scene, but as S.A. Pa, or don't try this, definitely great dark wave synth music. Most recent album came out this year called Future Parle. And there's, there's other material like New Path and remixes, but we're going to go off of their uh, debut album that came out through the DFA label from 2016. Demain est une autre nuit. Because I say pas. With something that's not in French. Lights out.
In the words of Henry David Thoreau, it's not what you look at that matters, it's what you see. Multicultural Ministries is a national, cross-Canada, non-profit organization that runs temple tours and gives unique perspectives into different religions from around the world, including Buddhism, Sikhism, and Islam. To find out more about them, the tours they offer, or to book one, please visit templetour.weebly.com.
I played a remix of that song a few months ago, but I felt like it was appropriate to dig up the original version of that. That was Alexia Avina. Off of last year's Surrender EP, which was a split with Desert Bloom. That was If on the One That You Need. Avina's most recent album came out in February this year called Betting on an Island. And uh, just some interesting shows this week, at least around, I think it's Montreal at this point. <laughs> I'm just seeing a whole bunch of hand-waving. Ooh, actually, a half right. So she's playing in the background, backyard. Not your background, but a backyard with a sway of trees. Thursday, Year of Glad and Eric Seguin. And then she's playing at a forest stage in Ontario this Saturday afternoon as part of the Arboretum Festival. But there's some additional new tunes coming from her soon. Yeah, she's Montreal. I had to get that correct, because a lot of things I'm writing is Toronto and Montreal. And not helping anyway whatsoever. My name's Gak. Sometimes I'm helpful. This is Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And behind me, from Calgary, this is Velishka. And uh, we are going back to 2014's La Tourette EP. This track is known as Rooms. Most recent release uh, came out last year, called Trouble in Utopia. Sorry, that's the label that came out, Trouble in Utopia. The actual album is called On Pause. As you can tell, this playlist has been sort of developing for quite some time, which is one of those things that happens, which is why my iTunes is usually littered with a whole bunch of stuff and no one can find anything when I'm trying to do something. And it's kind of funny to actually run into stuff where it's like, oh, I've been wanting to play this song for a while. What's the latest and what's going on? Oh, they've released two other things since. But it's important to zigzag. Also keep things sort of fresh in mind, but at the same time, maybe something you haven't heard in a while. Hence why sometimes in the promo for the show, you hear a classic that needs a little rescue. So we're going to hop over to, I think it's San Francisco now, although this couple started off in Wisconsin. And they've moved around a fair bit since. They're known as Peaking Lights. Another husband and wife duo here, Aaron Coyas and Indra Dunis. And they've been releasing music for over a decade now. Their most recent release came out in 2017 called The Fifth State of Consciousness. But uh, they did put off a one-out single in 2016 that was re-released then as a B-side last year. This will be Peaking Lights with Conga Blue. And then we'll follow up with some Daphne since some of the music that we're about to hear reminds me of another song. But we're not going to hear the song it reminds me of, but it all makes sense in my head with most things in my life.
people watching amazing artists tell their artivism stories in dance, music, storytelling, visual art, celebrating our stunning Coast Salish land feel right to you? Vines Art Festival, August 8th to 19th, runs at parks throughout Vancouver like Trout Lake Park, Kitsilano Beach, Crab Park, Gravel Island, Roundhouse Community Center, and Strathcona Park. Watch Kim Mortal, Missy D, Immigrant Lessons, Pia Massey, and the Indigenous artists from Resilient Roots create a world you want to live in. Oh, and did I mention that it's all free? VinesArtFestival.com
working under the Daphni alias. That was Dan Snaith, who some of you might know as Caribou, or some older generations might recognize as Manitoba. From the second album, Jolie Mai, which came out last year through the Zhao Long label, we heard Xian Tiang. Daphni, in contrast to uh, Caribou's more uh, psychedelic influences, is just based on pure dance floor glee. And as Daphni, it was inspired in part by acts like Fortet and Prefuse 73. But as Snaith has lived in London, England for quite some time, he's familiar with the club scene there and appropriately came up with music for what he wanted to hear there. Caribou is coming back in some way. And uh, I see some live dates in Hong Kong in November as part of a festival there. Joined by Interpol, David Byrne, Khalid, Amadou, Roni Size, Sunflower Bean, just to name but a few. That's Daphne. That's where you can see we're experiencing the DJ things live. Now behind me, from Amsterdam, this is Homework. And off their most recent release, which goes back to 2015, off the Palindrome 1 12-inch, this is Yakushima Dreams. And homework is the duo of Tom Waste and Zip Stoik. I'm trying to figure out if there are some anagrams there, because it almost sounds like Tom Waits, except it's talking about a torso there. But they've been digging Chicago and Deep House for quite some time. And the interesting thing is I get so many Dutch music submissions right now. Although I found this also on a compilation through the music blog at Last Gas Station, otherwise known as Lagasta. Yeah, I'm always welcome to receiving new music. Whether it's digitally or physical form. Got some cassettes a couple weeks ago, which I need to process. Always get an MP3 wave. AF. Various file formats. I always prefer to have it locally in case something happens to the internet, even though no streaming is an option. But you can always send them radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies under Facebook, Twitter at 100 Air. You can always physically send things to the station here at CITR World Headquarters, lower level of the student nest. We'll go to another act we haven't heard from in a couple years. It's Pat Jordash. the point a lot of things are dormant with words information but 2015 they put out or he put out an album called steps wonderful stuff i haven't listened to in a while so it felt like it was appropriate to bring this back so there's pat jordash with o m o oscar mary oscar i don't remember my nato phonetic alphabet off the top of my head
Oh. 
Check test. Check test one, two, three. No dead air. Keeping the airways alive for all to hear. Jazz fusion, post-rock, experimental electronic. Thursdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Check out the Facebook page for more info at facebook.com slash CITR no dead air. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
From New York City, that was Amen Dunes. We're going back to 2014's album Love. And the song we heard was Lonely Richard. Amen Dunes is the trio of Damon McMahon, Jordy Wheeler, and Parker Kindred. Most recent album came out a few months ago called Freedom. Both Love and Freedom are available through the awesome label Sacred Bones. Timber Concerts presents Amen Dunes along with Okekeya tomorrow, Tuesday, August 14th at the Imperial, which is a change in location because originally they were booked at the Fox Cabaret, but they went north on Maine to near Hastings. Doors for that show tomorrow open at 8, oh, sorry, doors at 8, show at 9. To get started, $18. I believe there's still some available online. If not, you can always go into stores such as Red Cat on Maine. Red Cat on Hastings, or then Zulu on 4th to see what they still have physically in hand. Please bear in mind, it is not a minor-friendly show. You have to be 19 and older, and you have to have ID. In the background, from Portland, Oregon, this is Visible Cloaks, and off of 2017's Reassemblage. This is Imprint. Kind of expanding the sound that we normally associate with Visible Cloaks since uh, they sort of harken back to 80s New Age Japanese synthesizer music. Somewhat similar to what we started off things off with the Nora Tanaka. And as we pick, later on pick on the show when we get into Richie Sakamoto, as we get into The Handmaid's Tale. But first, a reminder that you are listening to CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver, broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on UBC campus. The name of the show is Exploding Head Movies. I'm your humble host, Gak. And the sun, I think, has set, but it's always misleading with this current smoky haze. It's potentially a flat pink disc, or maybe orange, or dark red. It's hard to say, but all I see are the gray, smoky skies. Now we will head... Back to this wonderful city for some music. And Pat Locke has been uh, DJing a lot of events in town, but over the past year or so, he's managed to expand his portfolio and has been touring a lot. And he put out his debut album through the Kitsune label called Hold On, Let Go. Singing on this song, it's Claire Mortify, originally born in Vancouver, but based in Toronto, does alt R&B music. Puts out some wonderful music herself on her SoundCloud. And she put out her debut album last year called Medicines. And she does expect to have some new music out soon, but let's listen to what Locke and Mortify did together. So here's Pat Locke and Claire Mortify with True Power. I'm always walking my dog if you think 
damn thing. Pop the people around ya. They judge these philatherans, judging reflection of what they're afraid of inside. Let go of the stories and know that the blessing will flow once you get in your heart. So, my soul already did say it. Yeah, your hatred is weakness, you gossip is blind. See, you got to know. Hating on the homie is a nasty joke. Damn, you got to feel. Only by the earth are you allowed to heal. You're scared, trying to find a way to be the best prepared. But I will not have you disrespect my fire. True, true, true. You knew better. True, true, true. You've grown wiser. True, true, true. You love deeper. Show me true power. Average height got out of a black sedan holding a baseball bat. He approached a dark-haired woman, hit her in the head, then hit her again as she fell to the ground. He continued to beat her ribs, chest, legs, and face until she lost consciousness. He then hit her again, got into his car, and drove away. This is a scene from a video game played by millions. If we want violence against women to stop, shouldn't we stop treating it like a game? Join the conversation at hashtag NotOkay. UBC Women in Science Club provides support for female undergraduates in science fields. Our club has three pillars, mentorship, building community, and connecting people. We offer networking events with alumni, professional development workshops, as well as an ongoing mentorship program to support students through challenges that arise for women pursuing careers in science.
from her most recent album. That was the title track. Rest. Charlotte Gansberg, daughter of Serge Gansberg and Jane Birkin. And Rest explores the deaths of both Serge and then her half-sister Kate Berry. Involving the ideas of alcohol addiction. Produced by Sebastian. Keeps up with her uh, wonderful sort of production that we've heard over the past few albums. As uh, she's formed her own sound over the past decade or so. Working with acts in the past like Beck. Of course, a lot of us know Charlotte Gansberg as an actress as well, too. Appeared in Lars von Trier's Antichrist. And uh, there's definitely been a lot of uh, valuation of Von Trier in the wake of the Me Too movement. Especially because his power games that uh, pop up as stories throughout all his films. Because you think about films similar to that, like Melancholia and Dancer in the Dark. But for rest, she expressed the idea of grief, not only with sadness, but anger. And also helping out with Sebastian on rest includes Paul McCartney, Guy Manuel de Homen Cristo, one half of Daft Punk, Owen Pallet, we know as Final Fantasy, and several others like Conan McCassin, Brian Burton, who we know as Danger Mouse. Now behind me, also from Montreal, a little bit more of an experimental sound here. This is the duo Tottenbaum Trager, and off the 2016 album Ouverture de Cadavre de Sade. Overture to something referring to the Marquis de Sade. This is Offertorium. Dominic Menon works guitars and effects along with objects. Well, Philippe Latica. Works trumpet, piano, and other effects. This was recorded back in May of 2015 at the Casa Obscura. Most recent release from them, I think this was it. No, actually, a few months ago they released the 4x3 album, so. Things to discover. Actually, you know what? I stand corrected. This is from their label Tour de Bras, so you know what? Grain of salt. <laughs> Mixing everything up. Summer episodes aren't they the best? We'll stick with the music. But we do have some stuff that we can announce here. Factual, at least of time of writing last night. Which includes some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase or streaming this week. Tied to new visual media. I think I mentioned this already, but I think there's another issue of this. But anyways, Dog Days. The film featuring dogs in L.A. It was scored by Craig Wedren and Matt Novak, and that's out through Lakeshore Records. And then Blaze, featuring all manners of music from The Light in the Attic Records. Brian Tyler is back with the upcoming romantic comedy that I know a lot of people are waiting for based on the novel that came out, Crazy Rich Asians. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. Harkening to Times in Singapore which, uh, man, I haven't been there in like 11 years. Crazy. Uh, Nathan Larson provided the score for Juliet Naked, and that's a song album coming out through Milan Records. 
Jeff Russo scored mile 22. That's coming out through Sony Masterworks. Fabio Frizzi. Great name in Italian music. He provided the music for Puppet Master, The Littlest Trike, which sounds fascinating. As though it should come out of a 1970s exploitation movie out of Italy. Anyways, Frizzi's music is coming out through Lakeshore Records. And Brian Tyler is back because he provided the score to the TV series Yellowstone. That's coming out through Sony Classical. As re-releases go, Firewalker, an 80s film I've almost completely forgotten about. Um, there's a limited edition of 1,000 copies of Gary Chang's music coming out through the rest of Saraband. Jeff Russo is back along with various artists. They provide the music with It's Always Blue, songs from the Netflix series Legion. And that's coming out through Lakeshore. There's a vinyl pressing of more music from The Further. You've been catching that on TV. Joseph Bashar's music's coming out through Void Recordings. And then going back in time, Henry Mancini. Easy listening master. There's a limited edition of 2,000 CDs for his music from The Prisoner of Zenda. And that's coming out through La La Land Records. CDs aren't dead in many ways. I find them a little bit more manageable, at least this day and age, as opposed to vinyl. Kind of cheaper right now. Easier to produce. There's a lot of stuff that has not been reissued yet onto vinyl. And at some point, vinyl needs to get a little cheaper. But I think there needs to be more manufacturing plants to help that out. As we are slowly worming our way to Hands Made Tale, but uh, we'll get some uh, music from Cornelius, name of Tokyo producer Kego Yamada. And he was part of the legendary band Flipper's Guitar, who influenced the very hyper 90s sound Shibuya K. But uh, when he went solo in 1997, more experimental elements came to play, but uh, over time it's become more ambient, as it were. Now, after a long layoff, he hadn't put up music since 2006's sen Sensuous. But last year, he put out an album called Mellow Waves. And uh, quite wondrous. Playful still, but a little bit more moody. So, from Mellow Waves, this will be Cornelius with part two of Surfing on Mindwave.
Are you looking for a volunteer opportunity that fits your schedule? Being a big sister takes less time than you think, and you can choose the volunteer opportunity that fits your life. Spend just one hour a week as a study buddy, tutor, or two hours a week as a big sister. Check out the various mentoring programs at Big Sisters of BC Lower Mainland and find a volunteer position and a little sister that will suit you to a T. Visit bigsisters.bc.ca for more information today. Are you aware? Radio, alternate Thursday 6 to 7 p.m. at CITR 101.9 FM. Profiling music and musicians take the root of positive action over apathy. What we do this? Hello? Hello? Boy, this is exciting. Explode and head marriage.
Off their 2011 release, Fishers. That was Toronto's Calte with Chemiosmosis. Calta brought themselves to my attention a couple months ago when they notified me about the release of their latest album, 2018's Covalencies. So I went through the rest of their band camp, digested what they had, and presented you with that. Calte is the duo of Dean Hughes and Rick McLean. Sorry, Deanne Hughes. I always get confused when there's one N and then an E. But yeah, Deanne Hughes, Rick McLean. Wonderful, dark wave ambient music. And at some point, I do have an ambient episode lined up for you. But I'm going to save that for a time where it feels a little more appropriate. Of course, I have to sort of figure out how to get the thumb on the pulse of that mood. That said, I've also received uh, another suggestion. Uh, Chris Riffick, host of Monday Afternoon's Parts Unknown, re-smashing galaxies with the power of his mind and voice. Um, he dug the most recent episode Exploding Head Movies had. Well, not most recent, but a recent one tied to Yacht Rock. If you missed out on that, guess what? Next week, we'll re-air it. But anyways, Chris Riffick suggested the idea of the Throwdown episode. Think about all the training montages. You think about Karate Kid. You think about Rocky. You think about stuff from the Goonies or Scarface. The songs that seem to be building up some, up to something in the film. I say training montage because it's the idea of like, this is sort of what we're going to do to get to the big fight. So, I'm going to build up my energy. See if we can unleash some power for you. It's going to take some time. To the point the training montage show might need its own training montage. And whatever I'm doing right now is not appropriate for what's in the background here. But yes, there's always a plan underway. So thanks, Chris Riffick. Let's see what I can do. In the background here, calmly not doing a training montage. This is a collaboration between Iceland's Olafur Arnolds and Germany's Nels from... This is an A-side to a 2015 EP called Life Story, Love and Glory. This is Life Story. Now, both of those acts are coming to town next year. Both of them playing big venues to highlight their widely expansive sounds. And both on Mondays, which is going to mess me up royally because I'd like to see both of them. Although I've seen Niles from before. But yeah, mark Monday, January 28th on your calendar for Olafur Arnold's. We'll be at the Commodore for an early show. That's touring in support of an upcoming album called Remember. The Nels From is coming to the Orpheum March 11th, tied to his most recently release, All Melody. Both big parts of sort of the modern classical scene, experimental pianists, both tied to soundtracks as well. So I'll see what I can line up beforehand, or maybe I can pre-record something and get it to here so I can go to the show. We'll figure it out. Anyways, let's get into the Handmaid's Tale here. Hand, singular, made, possessive. The Handmaid's Tale. A 1985 novel written by the Canadian author Margaret Atwood, telling a story of a second American Civil War that creates a new religious-based country called Gilead. But sterility is the name of the game, so all the fertile women are rounded up and controlled by this patriarchy. 
And in the novel, there were two points of view. One by the main character, who was renamed in a possessive way to be called a Fred. Riffing on the word offered. And then uh, some of the other women who have other roles in this society. And Margaret Atwood based the story of The Handmaid's Tale based on news stories that were happening at the time since it was written in 1985. So she dealt with the rise of Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher as a neoliberalist capitalist society came along. And seems like the elites gained power themselves but try to rope everyone else into buying it. But she also based some of the stories based on Puritan America of the 17th century, the time of the witch trials and scarlet letters. And the iconic figure that we associate with The Handmaid's Tale is the uniform, which was based actually on a cleanser product that horrified Atwood as a kid with a white bonnet and a red gown. So it's been adapted into various media, and uh, we're going to focus firstly with the 1990 film that was uh, directed by the Russian director Volker Schlundorf. Originally, the Polish director Karl Reich was supposed to work on it. And uh, this version of The Handmaid's Tale starred Natasha Richardson, Faye Dunaway, Aidan Quinn, Elizabeth McGovern, Victoria Tennant, and Robert Duval. But uh, the weird thing was that... Um, the screenplay was adapted from Atwood's novel, originally by the playwright, late great Harold Pinter, known for uh, plays like The Birthday Party, amongst others. But uh, you got too exhausted while working on it, so some of it actually went back to Atwood to work on adapting, but then other people started rewriting along the way. So part of the reason we don't know the film too well is it came out a little bit ahead of its time, to the point it seemed like it was almost a corollary to some of the news of 1990, but... Um, there was some misdirection along the way, which I'll talk about afterwards. But the film was scored by Rishi Sakamoto, who we've profiled regularly here on Exploding Head Movies in the Past. Legendary part of the 70s, 80s Japanese synthwave back band, the Yellow Magic Orchestra, but has been working on film score and other uh, electroacoustic productions since the mid-80s. Uh, worked on scores like Merry Christmas, Mr. Lawrence, helped out with The Last Emperor, and uh, most recently with films like 2015's The Revenant. So there's an interesting amalgam of uh, sonic ideas here, since uh, there's an idea of the satire of the hymns that are sung in this new America, otherwise known as Gilead. But there also deals with the personal themes of the handmaid herself, of Fred, and then just the other industrial goings-on. So... This was one of those weird film scores that I've been trying to profile for a while. And part of the reason I delayed, uh, along with I still have to actually catch up on the TV series, is that I had to chop up a little bit of what's going on here because there are only really two tracks on the CD that came out in 1990 with Sakamoto's music. And you hear about everything at the same time. So I've accepted bits of the suites from part one and part two of his score. Here's Ryuichi Sakamoto with an excerpt from Suite 1 of The Handmaid's Tale. I believe it starts off with Overture Snow, but a lot of this is not written on the CD itself. So bear with me. Some assumptions will be made. That's how we roll here sometimes in Exploding Head Movies. I'm Gak. This is CITR 101.9 FM. The Smoky Vancouver.
So from the soundtrack to the 1990 film adaptation of The Handmaid's Tale, we are Ryuchi Sakamoto with excerpts from the first two suites of the soundtrack, which, as far as I can tell, is Overture slash Snow, then the ominous Prison Camp, solo piano indicating on the bus, and the Old Hundredth, otherwise known as the hymn Praise God from Whom All Blessings Flow. And then from Suite 2, we heard My Daughter, is alive, at least as far as I can tell. Again, all the cues heard, which are about 25 or so, are mashed into two single tracks on a CD, so deciphering this was a little hard. Did what I could. So yeah, we heard the mix of instrumentation there. Very moody, darkened tone, highly synthesized tones, along with some strings and wind instruments, solo piano, and yeah, the theme that sort of pops out throughout yeah, it's a weird soundtrack to listen to because everything is mashed together. It's hard to really come up with a complete idea of what's going on. This is also Sakamoto in the background before I forget off his most recent album, 2017's Async. This is Jure. Sakamoto was the subject of a recent documentary called Coda, which uh, dealt with his uh, hiatus from music as he fought off cancer. But he's been busy over the past couple of years ever since, as the aforementioned. The Revenant in 2015. Recently scored the documentary short Reindeer Herder's Dream and uh, some other documentaries available soon. Haikus on a Plum Tree, Aftermath, The Seeds of Armageddon, and No Man's Land, a folktale. So the 1990 film adaptation was not highly regarded, in part due to different attempts to sort out the screenplay, but crucially, there's no real guidance offered to a Fred. Actor Natasha Richardson hoped for narration to help the watch the viewing audience understand what was going on but it was not really the most apparent thing now let's listen to music from the 2017 hulu adapt hulu adaptation starring elizabeth moss and joseph fines it's uh, two seasons thus far and the first season the show won eight emmys no reference to the composer winning any it's adam taylor Los Angeles-based composer, and he's worked on TV series like Damnation, the film Meadowland, and you've probably heard some of the music that he performed from the film August Osage Country, or Osage County. For each episode, Taylor starts in his studio working off an old Prophet synthesizer to emulate organ sounds, works with Grand Piano, Celeste, Theremin, and his own vocals. But one interesting touch that he has done is he reaches out to Elizabeth Moss for some ideas about music, and there was a moving flamenco guitar theme that popped up through one of the episodes. But yeah, let's listen to some of Taylor's score from The Handmaid's Tale, of which right now only season one has a soundtrack release. This will be Escape Within. chair, a table, a lamp. There's a window with white curtains, and the glass is shatterproof, but it isn't running away they're afraid of. A handmaid wouldn't get far. It's those other escapes, the ones you can open in yourself given a cutting edge, or a twisted sheet. A chandelier. I try not to think about those escapes. It's 
harder on ceremony days, but thinking can hurt your chances. My name is Alfred. I had another name, but it's forbidden now. So many things are forbidden now. Clock on the wall. It's curtailed some of our plans there. Because I realize how much I've spoken. Adam Taylor, from his score to the TV adaptation of The Handmaid's Tale, we heard Escapes Within, featuring Elizabeth Moss, with some narration there. Then we heard He Wants to See You, and behind me will be Nick and a Fred, and then He's Alive. Taylor accounted for the score for The Handmaid's Tale based on the idea that the systems are the antagonist of the series, a relentless and indifferent force that is slowly disfiguring society and the inhabitants of Gilead. 
and he thought about the music like waves of sound, waves that slowly grew in volume and dissonance until they overcame the senses. As for other adaptations of The Handmaid's Tale, there's been a couple radio productions, even one by the late great CBC Radio Drama Department. It's an audiobook read by Claire Danes and various stage adaptations, including an operatic adaptation that premiered in Copenhagen in March 2000, done by Paul Reuters, performed by the English National Opera in London. That opera actually was the opening production of the 2004-2005 season of the Canadian Opera Company, headquartered in Toronto. Season two of The Handmaid's Tale recently wrapped up. There's talk of 10 seasons. Definitely curious to see how they're able to unpack everything involved. That's it for Exploding Head Movies this week, coming up at 9 o'clock or shortly thereafter, but very soon. Stay tuned to your radio. It's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you to midnight and beyond. So stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your smoky Monday evening broadcast. Next week, I am on the road again to visit family, so we're going to replay an episode, and guess what? I mentioned Yacht Rock before. We're going to dig up that first episode, and at some point, we'll do a sequel. Not when I have four days to do it before I hop on another plane again, so we'll figure it out. But at some point, I do have to touch upon the recent death of the film composer Patrick Williams. Uh, I still need to deal with the local act humans since uh, the soundtrack to one of their members' films, Dead Shack, came out. But we'll figure things out. We'll close with one last song tied to The Handmaid's Tale, and this comes from the band Lakes of Canada, based out of Montreal. And uh, one of the members was inspired to come up with an album based on the story of The Handmaid's Tale as he was sorting through his mother's possession in a house. It was a traumatic time, but reading the book was a comfort to him, despite, of course, all the ominous tones of how future societies will behave. But out of that came the 2014 album Transgressions. From that album, this will be Lakes of Canada, with the Sons of Gilead. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. I'll see you live in two weeks. You'll hear me a week from now. Don't let the bastards grind you down. Take care. Sure.